Virginia's for lovers, apparently. Did you know that? Is it? I remember there a song being Ohio is for lovers. It's hard to tell anymore. I don't know. Virginia's state motto is Virginia is for lovers, but yet people had to go to the Supreme Court in order to have the right to be married in the state of Virginia in the 60s. <laughs> so. No, it's, it's really, it's a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Yeah. Anybody anyway. Be lovers, but it's debatable. So, what have you been up to? Since we saw Deadpool 2, which was the last <sighs> thing we reviewed together. My goodness. Those were the days, weren't they? It was. I, mean, I, I guess we should do like a little intro of uh, what's going on. Do you want to? Well, so why not? Yeah. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to KFR. Yeah. News radio. And uh, <laughs> top story today. <laughs> so uh, we're getting back into it. That's, that's what we're doing, everybody. And, yes, uh, we are. We're doing a podcast. We're starting that off. We don't know where we'll go from here. Mainly, mainly like if we'll get into videos again, but hopefully we'll get into a nice schedule. But we're going to ease, ease right on into it. Mm-hmm. Right on into it with a couple podcasts. <laughs> yeah, actually, this was the uh, the way I had initially intended KFR to be. Yeah. You know, before we even started doing videos. But, you know. Podcasts hey. are harder to pedal than uh, videos are, yeah. so we uh, we had to dip our feet first. We did. We had to kind of get our our. Uh, I don't even know what I'm gonna say. Feng shui. <laughs> Is that a thing? Well, feng shui. Absolutely. We had feng to decorate shui. our rooms and make it look nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, what? Yeah. So what? Uh, what have you been up to, man? So as I, a... I think this is the first time we've actually talked to each other since uh, Deadpool Two. Well, I mean, vocally we text each other a lot, but. Is this really? It doesn't feel like it. Obviously. It doesn't. But uh, yeah, I think you this really my is. Dreams. Well, some of them call them nightmares. I call them wet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, from there, uh, since Deadpool two, I I obviously did announce in that video that I was moving to Virginia, and I mm-hmm. ended up moving to Virginia uh, late May. Uh, so moved in. It was a good move. Uh, Tried myself to sleep every night since then. Yeah, it's it's been tough. It's been tough, you know. Uh, the room's room's nice. I'm with Kira now. Uh, unofficially, don't tell anybody else that because I shouldn't know. Uh, what? what? Just joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, the the Virginia's fine. Uh, overall, the traffic's terrible, but whatever, you know. Works good. Still work at UPS. and still work at Regal. That's good. Yeah. Unfortunately, though. My regal is like over half an hour. Well, not over half an hour, but it's 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 a commute just to get there. It's ridiculous. If I ever live more than ten minutes from the closest movie theater to me, just kill me. I actually go to a well. I plan to. What do you? How do you want to die? Just let me know. <laughs> There's actually a nice like a uh, little indie theater that I go to. That's like not even five minutes down the road. It was oh, basically yeah. it was basically our Bryn Mawr. It's, it's mm-hmm. a nice theater. Awesome. Plays all the in, indie movies, even some of the bigger ones. It, it's a nice place. That's the best one. So I no longer really go to Regal to go see movies. 
because I have to pay for parking. What? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm a Regal employee. That's great. That's, that's great. It's that's attached. Insane. It's attached to a mall, so there's a good parking garage. So what, what they kind say. What mall charges you for parking? Uh, it's Virginia, not LA. It's a holes. Um. So I I pay to go see movies. That's in a theater, five minutes down the road. And honestly, it's worth it. They have a nice special that's like a eight dollar movies before like twelve mm. at noon. So it's it's really not that bad. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I really wouldn't go see movies honestly. I'm a broke boy. <laughs> I've spent more money on movies in the past six months than I have uh, the previous twelve years combined. I mean, so same. That's that's <laughs> that's kind of sad. That but, is creepy. Uh, yeah, but that's good. Um, but uh, overall, Virginia's not bad. It's not terrible. So cool. I definitely miss miss home. I definitely miss Thursday nights going to the movies with a uh, Miguel. It's yeah. not the same. It's not. It's not the same. It is, it is not. It was definitely awesome. Looking forward to like going to see a movie. Yeah, definitely. Every Thursday. And like just being able to talk about it and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of one of. What I want this? Oh, sorry. What? No, you know, you should have raised your hand. Okay. You're right. I you was talking. Go ahead. There you go. I'm raising my hands. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, right, go ahead. Um. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted this podcast to be about again. Just kind of you and me just talking about movies. Uh. So. Uh. Eventually, I mean, this is just kind of the you and I catching up episode where we just talk about movies we've seen since we last saw a movie together. Uh, but I eventually, I, I've talked to you this about it, but just kind of give an overview of uh, what it's going to be for the people, the the two people listening. If that. Uh, it's going to be you and me, actually, just the only listener. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so ev- eventually, well, starting the next episode, uh, at the end of this episode, Glenn is going to suggest a movie, and then we're going to alternate back and forth who we suggest the movie. Yeah, we're going to yeah. watch it and then dissect it and, uh, you know, talk about it throughout the episode and uh you know uh it has to be a unanimous decision but at the end of each episode we're going to decide whether or not it deserves to be put on the kfr shelf i uh i've actually got two recommendations i hope to god you didn't see either so i'm i'm excited well i I mean i think you'll at least like one of them because even if even if they if, if i have seen them uh this is more to just kind of talk about movies and yeah. Uh, decide. Ultimately, we're gonna be building a list of movies that are worthy of our shelf, which I'm hoping our that shelf. we put to a higher standard than just "oh yeah, you should see it." Yeah, absolutely. So that's uh, we're, we're this. This is a sacred shelf, Glenn. A sacred shelf. Sacred shelf. No Michael yes. Bay. Every sperm is sacred. Oh, sorry, every shelf is sacred. Same thing. Yes. Sometimes we put them on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess in the. Yeah, donor places. Well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> your thing still on. says "Hey" and it's hilarious. Oh, does it? Hey, hey. What's it? Oh, I just hit it again. Okay. That's all good. No, people listening have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, there's so, a uh, there's a raise your hand option to let uh let each other know that hey, I've got a topic I want to talk about. So yeah. just let me talk. But I'm not giving him that chance. No way, Jose. Mm. All right. So what do we got? What do we got coming up? So what? What? Uh, what? What you? What have you seen since we last oh, spoke? Oh, boy, listen, my list is not really comparable to yours. You've seen a lot more than I. And, I counted. Uh, I've seen seventy-six movies since we last spoke. 
I've seen roughly 14. <laughs> I'm not so, going to go uh, into all 76 that I've seen, so don't worry about no, that. No, I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I don't know if anybody else would mind it. They're not here right now, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I've, it's 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 hard to go to the movies mainly because everything's so out of the way, and now I have to actually pay. So Virginia sounds terrible. It's 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 it's, it's just okay. It's just okay. it's just okay. Mm. Um, so uh, I think the first actual movie that I did see was a a Star Wars movie, Solo. Ooh, I Solo. also saw that. That was the first movie me and Kira saw without Mike. It was a it was disgusting. It was a <laughs> disgusting thing that happened, and I and I lash myself every night for. <laughs> now I'm sure I'm sure everyone has heard of Solo. I uh, wouldn't doubt whether it be good or bad, or you know, um, you, that movie got a lot of flack for reasons, uh, mostly for you know, oh, how much money did it make? Because they say it didn't make a lot, but the fact that they call this amount. A lot or not a lot is, yeah. Worldwide, it made three hundred ninety-two million dollars. The budget yeah. was three hundred million, which I guess compared to you know Force Awakens and stuff isn't that much. But god no. damn, you're still making ninety-two million dollars. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, uh, it's a greedy, greedy. Yeah, and then because of that, they threw a fork in every single <laughs> Star Wars movie they had. I mean, overall, I th- I thought it was like a good movie. Uh, for those who, for some reason, don't know about Solo, it is about Han Solo being a young little lad becoming a galactic smuggler. Yeah. Yeah, it had a lot of, uh, so, um, I don't want to say controversy, just like a lot of problems during its production. Uh, you know, you heard that uh, um, Alden Ehrenreich had to get a acting coach on set, which, I mean, if you know anything about movie making, that's not that big of a deal, although... It happening yeah. that late in productions, kind of a big deal. But overall, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's not like he can't act. He definitely can. He was just having problems, probably communicating with the directors who were then shortly thereafter fired. Yeah, um, actually, I'm looking it up now, and I didn't know Ron Howard directed. So. Yeah, well, I mean, he got pr- uh, credit yeah. for directing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, who are the guys that were set for it before? Phil Lord and Chris Chris Miller were uh, fired. For, I guess, not taking in the direction that Disney wanted, because Disney has to have their hands yeah, in everything. Better watch out, Disney. But yeah, yeah, like I, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I can now, like, I'm just not that impressed with Star Wars to begin with. Like, even looking back at the old ones, yeah, they're definitely classics. You can yeah, understand yeah, yeah. why. But like, if you look at them with a clear lens and not thinking about what it did for movies they're not that good of movies to begin with um, no, they're, they're just really a good time yeah like don't get me wrong i love them i love star wars but like star wars fans lose their mind and then oh, they yeah. act like every bad movie made afterwards ruins the originals guess well, what though glenn guess what wh- what mike the originals still exist they do they do. They do indeed exist. So, yeah, I mean, the really the only problem I had with Solo was the cinematography. And not like for shots or anything, but it was yeah. really darkly lit. I don't know it, if you noticed was. that. Yeah, it was. I, like my uncle, before I saw it, asked me if it was just a projection problem. And I told him straight up it was probably just a projection problem. But then I saw it and I was like, 
he lives 3,000 miles away. What are the chances that I have <laughs> yeah. the same projection problem? So. No, but I, I thought uh, Alden Ehrenreich did good. I thought Woody Harrelson was good. Donald Glover. Like, you know, it was, overall, it was just a fun movie. I, I think people need to lay off oh, yeah. it a bit. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, I'm looking at the ratings on IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and all that. I feel like that's a fair rating. There's a 7 on IMDb, 70 on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't a bad movie. Either. That's a, I think I think it's just a lot of people didn't want to pay to see it, which yeah, I understand. Yeah. Like, especially, no, understandable. Honestly, they uh, shot themselves in the foot by being so transparent about the production. Yeah. Because I think people probably wanted to see it until they heard about all the problems, which, again, if you know anything, it's really not that big of a deal. The directors being fired so close to being finished are kind of a big deal, but... I mean, I, f- I feel like the the main point to this movie being made was that they in the what was it uh what was the first new Star Wars I can't even remember Force Awakens one. or are you talking about like the so, first original one yeah the Force Awakens the uh so I feel like because they mentioned the Kessler run that uh the good old Han Solo did they had to make a movie about the Kessler run you know honestly how he ran the Kessler run. Was yeah. kind of bullshit. He did, he didn't go through how he was supposed to. He just went through the clouds. Which, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's dangerous. But like, when they were going in the first time, I honestly thought he was going to go back through that really fast. And yeah, but like, so yeah, there I had like mi- mini gripes like that. And uh, but overall, it's a it's a decent movie. It's a, I don't, I don't, yeah. There is so like at the end of the movie, I was like, they really just made this movie just to promote the Kessler run didn't they no, absolutely and then <laughs> and then of course they introduced a little cameo that I'm, I'm not gonna say just in case nobody else has said it or uh, seen it um with a with a uh, antagonist at the end of the movie mm-hmm. which i thought was it was pretty cool because uh you know they didn't give him justice in the uh, earlier movies yeah and on like everyone is hating on that and we're not gonna say who it is just no, no, no. you know spoilers but if you've seen it and you know what we're talking about you know, I don't care how improbable it is. I yeah. like that character, so they can go kick rocks. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like that a lot because I enjoyed that character, so I'm excited for that. But overall, the movie was just it was okay. It was good. Yeah. Overall, but uh, yeah, that was Solo. It was that one was out of fourteen. And then uh, let's let's see what the next one is. Uh, RBG. It's so I don't even remember. It was Ooh, a doc- that's not good. It, <laughs> well, not no, not that I don't remember it. I just don't remember how to actually. It was like Ruth Bader. Ginsburg. Oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Uh, did Kira take you to see that? Uh, no, we actually both decided to see it. Oh, um, I mean, I'm I'm not like shitting on Kira, but that definitely seems like something she. No, she she was definitely all about it. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it. It looks, it looks good, and uh, was, that's a movie I do want to see. But like, uh overall, it was it was a uh, it was definitely solid movie so yeah it was about uh ruth bader ginsburg the uh, u.s supreme court justice how she was the uh like first woman to be on the court justice and all that and it was a uh, it's a really inspiring movie actually oh i mean cool. it, it wasn't really my like uh my topic like, not that like i care about everything like that with court mm-hmm. justices and all that but i mean it overall it was a really inspiring movie this just this woman just non-stop working as hard as she could to be what she wanted to be yeah and it she was, actually i don't know if you heard she just recently broke her ribs did she yeah, she, she, she she's a beast she they had beast. her i mean they, they had her in the, movie. the hospital but 
But yeah, yeah, they had her in the movie. She was working out. She works out almost like every day. And is a she's a monster. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, in better yeah, shape than I am. I wouldn't. Uh, she's probably better shape than me, honestly, too. But, <laughs> hey, that's uh, besides the point. But yeah, overall, it was it was a solid movie. Yeah. Uh, again, it wasn't my uh, my cup of tea, but I, I I really enjoyed it. It was uh, really inspirational, which I'll say three more times at the end of this. But uh, yeah, what was, what was that word? I'm sorry. Inspirational. I, in, I, I, inspirational. Aspirations. Oh. <laughs> which is a whole different topic. Um, <laughs> let's see, let's see. It got a uh, seven point six on IMDb. Uh, yeah, I mean it was good. I think it does deserve maybe a little bit yeah. more than that for a uh, documentary. I'm actually getting into a couple documentaries here lately. Oh yeah. Even though I only have two on this list. You know me, I'm typically and still am very much a independent movie guy. Yeah. Uh, one of the first ones I saw after you left, it was actually the one, two, three, four, five, fifth movie I saw after you left. But <laughs> probably, you, you know what? No, I saw Tully, but I don't really have much to say about Tully. That was good, but um, yeah, I was debating seeing that. Other than that, I saw uh, my friend Dahmer. Have you heard of that? I feel like I have. To be honest with you, I am not I'm well, spacing it's, out pretty it's hard right now. Based on a graphic novel, from my understanding, uh, written by someone who went to high school with Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial killer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's about uh, you know them going to high school and uh, the events leading up to their graduation, and eventually his um, first murder, which I didn't know until I watched it. The guy they murdered, or he murdered, his name was Stephen Hicks. Oh. And my name's Michael Hicks, but th- my parents initially wanted to name me Steven. So it's a little too close for comfort. I'm going to slowly back almost, away from this one. I was almost murdered by Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> several years before I was born. How dare you? I can't believe you would do that to me. But yeah, like, it's, it's actually a really good movie. You know, with a subject matter like that, it's kind of hard. It's, it's kind of like Downfall, too, where, the movie about Hitler, where like you're you don't want to make people empathetic towards yeah. the monster that the movie's about, but you also kind of have to to have a compelling yeah, you, movie. You, you got to have a little uh, backstory. Yeah, you, you got to humanize them more than anything, and they did a really good job of that with uh, my friend Dahmer. Um, you know, there's a lot of points where you feel bad for him, and then you're, you you kind of snap back, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's a serial killer. I mean, what happened to him, what happened to him is still kind of shitty, but yeah, it, it, that's where I, I really suggest that the uh, – you watch that at some point. I'm actually writing it down right now. I'm going to yeah. check it out. One that uh, you might have seen, um, Upgrade. Did you see Upgrade? I actually, I, I, I did theater walks for it. I didn't actually see it. Uh, from what I did see, I actually really did enjoy Because uh, the way they did the cinematography for certain points, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the cinematography and it was really cool. And it was just a fun movie overall. Yeah. Um, we we'll talk about this movie later, but I just recently watched Venom, which I mean they're they're kind of similar movies because yeah. a Logan Marshall Green who's an upgrade is a poor man's Tom Hardy. Um, yeah, I wonder I wonder how tired of that he's, he's hearing. <laughs> he's probably very tired of it. But then it's also like the reluctant badass. Like what they're doing is so badass, but like they they feel so bad about everything they're doing. Yeah. Um, I just found that absolutely hilarious. Like every time. I mean, people would attack him, but then, like, the computer would take over and he would just beat the shit out of them and feel bad yeah. the entire time. 
I, I've discovered that that is my new favorite kind of comedy. <laughs> and that, uh, that, that was the point I was getting to is the cinematography. Every time like he went into that computer mode, the cinematography changed to like a steady cam. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was actually really nice. It was pretty new. I mean, I don't know if it was new, but it was new to me and I, I really thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, I, I can't think I'm sure there is another movie that that was done in before, but like not that well. Yeah. Uh, cause that was just done so seamlessly and, and it was, it was like, it was all, I don't want to say free cam, but it was definitely not like steady. And then as soon as he kicked into the robot mode, it was just steady cam the whole time tracking and all that. Yeah. It's, and it's really and cool. uh, that's actually directed by Lee Wannell, I, yeah. I think, or Wannell. Wannell. Uh, he was uh, the writer of the original Saw movie, and he's also in Saw, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't oh, know if yeah. this is his first movie, but he's he definitely kind of killed it for this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I still, I don't know if it's on, I doubt it's on Netflix or anything, but I definitely wanted to check that out. That was one that I thought looked pretty cool. From from Theater Walk perspective, it kind of, yeah. 726, 86 on the... Cool. Okay. Alright, so my, why did I put my creators? What is wrong? <laughs> uh, so my third movie... Uh, go, just going back real quick. Upgrade no. was like I'm sorry. Uh, upgrade Raise was like your the hand. first. Uh, <laughs> fine. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> upgrade was the first movie that I saw by myself, where I was just like, I really wish we were doing a review for this one because yeah. I think you and I would have had a blast reviewing that one. Yeah, it, Virginia man. It's all Kira's fault. That's it's. <laughs> What's great is she's probably going to listen to this after it's done and it's going to be uh, hilarious. Caitlin wouldn't listen to this. I mean, yeah. she's listening to me record it right now, but she's yeah. on here and, and she's glaring at me. Listen to me, Caitlin. Well, listen to me. Even anyway. though you can... <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been a great one to see together. Yeah. There's actually a couple on my list that would have been pretty good for us to see together uh, out of the 14 movies that I've seen by myself. Um, well, not by myself, with Kira, but I mean, that's, it's a whole new ballpark. You might as well be by yourself. <laughs> uh, so the Just kidding. <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter. So, the third movie is another documentary. Ooh. Won't You Be My Neighbor? Oh, I saw that too. That was great. Oh my god. Talk about the most heartwarming movie in the world. Just yeah. ever. For those who don't know what my "Won't You Be My Neighbor" is, it's about a uh, Fred Rogers, you know, mm-hmm. Mister Rogers from from that that, that freaking show, man. Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, I believe. That's is what that's the one. Yeah. And oh my god, that was the most like wholesome movie I've ever seen. The thing I really liked about that is they didn't do what I thought they were gonna do and show that he was like a perfect man. Like no, they no. they did show some of his flaws, but like his flaws were very forgivable in yeah. uh the grand scheme of things um like i think the very worst thing that he did was tell one of the uh actors i think he was the, the actor that played the officer yeah. he told him that he can't like go out to gay clubs anymore yeah or anything. but that was more so yeah that was more so for like 
the publicity of the show than it was for his lifestyle. Yeah, because he he totally accepted, uh, totally accepted him. Obviously. Absolutely, but uh, obviously, so it didn't hurt the show. He had to do it himself. Well, it, it was him and probably a couple other people. Dude, but yeah, I think it was also like it was either this late seventies or early eighties when that happened. So that was still like yeah, it was a real bad time back then. Yeah, and and uh, I, I believe later in the documentary they said like he apologized to him and everything. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I mean, I mean he's still a better man than any of us have ever been. Oh yeah, but between between him and Bob Ross, man, this twenty eighteen. Need some wholesomeness. I'm waiting for that documentary drop on Bob Ross. Give me it now, Hollywood. Give me it now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, this this movie was it we'll was called Happy was, Trees. Uh, <laughs> happy Happy Little Friends. Uh, this movie was a just a very beautiful movie overall. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely made me want to watch more documentaries. Yeah, and, it's uh, a really well made one. Yeah, it's go watch it. That's 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 come on, people. You gotta see. If you ever want to feel good about yourself and the world, go watch it. So, <laughs> my uh, my next movie is much less wholesome. <laughs> Hereditary. Oh, man. Oh, that's my number... Actually, it's my next one, so this is perfect. Mine's oh, up. fantastic. Holy Hereditary. crap. Hereditary. Dude. Okay, wow, so this, this movie was filmed in Utah, and the only question I have is how did the Mormons allow that movie to happen? <laughs> and not because it's bad. Like the quality wise, it's very good. It's it's but nutty. But the subject matter, it's nutty. My God, how did the Mormons let that happen in their state? It was all in secret the whole time. It probably was. I have I have this theory. It's probably wrong, but I have this theory. <laughs> well, that's that why it, it's a theory. Could be wrong. <laughs> could be right. Uh, I have this theory that uh, they made a completely different movie that was wholesome and uh, filled with family <laughs> values. And, and every time the Mormons it. looked away, they would just r- film the actual movie. So there's a whole other movie where, uh, you know, the crazy shit that happens in this movie doesn't happen. Uh, and Dowd's just the nice, sweet neighbor lady yeah. that that comes to talk to them and, and uh, you know, things happen. Tony Collette doesn't go crazy. <laughs> and then, but, uh, as soon as they turn away, everything, everything <laughs> goes ass backwards. But yeah, this uh, it was directed by uh, Ari Aster, um, and this was his first feature, which is insane that he yeah, did something like he did blasphemy. something so so risky for oh, his feature. It was this. This was another movie that I would have loved to see because I saw this by myself. Just like on a Monday, just like a mm-hmm. Monday morning, and as soon as like the movie was do- like done, even the last like fifteen minutes, I'm like, where, where the, where the hell am I? Why am I in Virginia right now? And where's Miguel? <laughs> that would have been another one like, uh, like Mother, where we're just like trying to come to terms with what happened the entire review. <laughs> Listen, I still don't know who I am after that movie. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but uh, hereditary man, that was that was a nutty roller coaster. Ride. Yeah, did you did you like it or because I know it was, oh, it was very. It's my only quarrel, and it's not even really a quarrel. It's like, like I understand why it felt really long just to get to the point, but when it yeah. gets to that point, the whole game is just yeah 
it's in it's uh, i i really enjoy the movie I do. it's it's one of those rare movies too where i was just like i don't want to say what happens but i think you know what part i'm talking about where you're just like did that really just happen did yeah. am i did i watch that correctly no i think and uh that, i think uh, i know the same one you're talking about. i i really wish we could talk about spoilies for the record, this episode uh, this episode won't contain spoilers just because we're talking about a lot of movies. Yeah. But when we're t- when we're focusing on a single movie in an episode, we're going to talk about spoilers because we can't have an episode about a movie without talking about spoilers. Yeah, we'll we'll so, do a little like couple minute thing and then be like, okay, well here's the spoilers. Get ready. Exactly. So, but yeah, I I loved Hereditary, but I I can understand like that was one of those movies where people asked me if I would recommend it, and I was like, I can't. Just know that yeah. I loved it. <laughs> That's that it was. It's like it's like Mother. It's like Witch. It's yeah. It's 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 hard to recommend, but if you can, if you're gonna enjoy it, you're most likely going to enjoy it. Obviously. Absolutely. Um, we actually, me and Kira just sat down and watched it recently. Watched what? Oh, the Witch. Witch. Was it the first the time she had seen it? Yes. Did you tell her you're welcome afterwards? I did. I did, and she. Fantastic. I think she enjoyed it overall. But anyway, that's a that's a whole yeah. whole <laughs> different ballpark. Yeah, man, hereditary. It was a uh, it was nutty. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go into my next one since that go, one was tied yeah, for us, and um, I have significantly more than you do. Yeah. Uh, I uh, my next one I saw was First Reformed. First Reformed. Have you heard about this? Have you seen? I this? actually have not. Okay, so First Reformed is essentially about um, Ethan Hawke is playing a reverend who... Uh, uh, I actually, I did see some uh, trailers for this. Yeah, yeah, he's he's having, he's, he's a reverend, and it's like kind of like a crisis of faith movie, but it's yeah. not a crisis of faith in religion. His crisis of faith is with humanity, which mm-hmm. is really refreshing because it's not your typical, like, oh, do I believe in God thing. His thing is he believes in God, he just thinks humans are shit. And oh, well... Welcome to 2018, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Welcome to 2018. Uh, but yeah, there's a directed by Paul Schrader, um, you know, starring Ethan Hawke and Amanda Seyfried. And it's just like, it's another movie that I can't recommend, but I loved it. it Cedric was, the Entertainer's in there too. Wow. Yeah, he is. It was, it's just a very compelling movie that, uh, you know, I understand if people have their gripes with it. Um, yeah. But I overall, I thought it was fantastic. You said you'd recommend that because I might watch that. I'm, I recommend it for you. I'm comfortable recommending these things to you because I know at the very least that we'll have a good conversation about it. Absolutely. First reformed. Okay. Seven point yeah. one on IMDb. Not that, that really matters. Cause yeah. Who are we to judge? Yeah. Really. Okay. Okay. You might as well hit. You might as well hit three for my every one. Okay. Um, trying to find the next one that I think. Let's. Okay. So, uh, this was another one I wish we did a review for. Ocean's 8. <laughs> did you see that? No. <laughs> uh, I, I thought for sure that Kira was going uh, to see it. No, she was going to try to. But I was like, listen, I'll be honest with you. I probably won't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Not because I'm a sexist it's, pig. We know. It's it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, it's not bad because they replaced an all-male cast with women. Yeah. I have no problem with that. It's just bad because it's nothing. It's They tried to keep it too similar, but also tried to change it too much, if that makes sense. Like, the style is too similar, but the plot doesn't 
add up. I, I'm just going to read what I wrote a little review for this, and uh, I'm just going to read it okay. verbatim just because, you know, I thought it kind of wrapped it up pretty nicely. Uh, I started by I want to preface this by saying I haven't seen any of the all male trilogy since 2010, so my memory may be fuzzy. That being said, this certainly was missing the Steven Soderbergh touch, which was really the thing I thought was the bigger problem with it was the lack of him as a director more so than the cast. Um, as the director of Oceans 11, 12, and 13, he tied everything up in a neat little bow, and it, it all made sense with no obvious plot holes or even holes in the character's plan. While this has str a strong cast and is crafted very well, the issue lies within the writing. It was filled with inconsistencies in logic and asked the audience to sp suspend their disbelief just a little too far at times. It left questions that remain unanswered, unlike 11 through 13, and while it established primary char characters very well, it introduced secondary characters as if they had been in the all-male version and assumed that the audience would know who they were or what their motivation is and why, despite their job uh, and why they were colluding with a known con, con artist. That being said, it was entertaining, just didn't have the same flow that Soderbergh's film had. So that, that was essentially my problem with it. Um, it just didn't flow as well and yeah. they they expected you to just know what was in the characters heads when they were first introduced you know what i mean yeah um I, i'm not a fan of exposition at all but like tell me a little something something <laughs> so i i of course before like you was like hey we should we should go see this i was like doing theater walks because i work at a regal and it just ruins everything mm -hmm. um so so I did some theater walks, and before I even did that, my main problem with this movie was not because it was an all-female cast. In fact, I love it. I would love a great all-female cast thing, but I think basically copying it and pasting it and then putting it on with all women instead yeah. of just giving it its own thing, like they but should have their own like thing instead of just being like oh this is the female yeah. version like, of oceans like widows the movie that's coming out uh directed by steve yeah. mcqueen that's a all women heist movie yeah but it's doing its own thing it's not rebranding or, or redoing something and then taking out the biggest key of it like yeah everyone knows uh, george clooney and brad pitt matt damon are all in the oceans movies but the thing that made it so good which most people don't know because most people don't know directors is steven soderbergh it wasn't so much the cast as it was his crafting it together and making it all make sense. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I didn't even, I didn't really see the whole movies of all the oceans. Um, yeah. But I mean, I've I've watched enough parts like years ago to know that they were really good movies, and that these, not that they, I mean, wouldn't say didn't deserve it, but that they deserve their own all female cast thing instead of just oceans. And oceans. Yeah. But it's I mean, like, if it's, it's like gonna happen, it's like gonna make happen. your own thing. About, and I, I mean, I don't want to say that, like. And I mean, that's that's another that's another thing. Like, of course, they'll make an all female thing, and then they're like, "Oh, this is just copying oceans or whatever." It's, yeah. Uh, it's but, like I'm I'm really excited for Widows because it is uh, an yeah. all female heist movie, but mm -hmm. it's doing its own thing. I think it is based off a book, but it's there's no you know film source that it comes from. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I'm excited for that too. I mean, even even that female cast is yeah, it's gonna it's gonna rock. Absolutely. Uh, so I'll go into one more, and then you go into your next one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, American Animals. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, I did watch this a little bit for uh, theater walks. Oh, really yeah. interesting looking. It it really is. It's like a half narrative, half. Well, no, it's more like eighty percent narrative, twenty percent documentary. Um, yeah. Where they kind of sit down with the. It's based on this uh, true event where these four college age kids tried to steal very expensive books from their school's library, um, and it went horribly. But uh, as it should, yeah, and it's it they they combine it in a way with it, interviews from the actual people, where yes, it takes its uh, creative liberties, but it acknowledges what's creative liberties and what's fact, mm-hmm. and um, you really kind of see what is someone who was involved as interpretation of something, what is fact, uh, what something else was interpreted as to someone else and i i thought that was really well done and um yeah it kind of really shows like yeah everyone in the movie the all the main guys it was it was four white college age kids uh always is always is doing something (laughs) and um the whole thing like kind of has like an air to it of like white privilege and stuff like that but Unlike other things where it shows like, oh, these guys aren't so bad, um, it shows that they all deeply regret what they did. It's not it's not forgiving anything that they had done. Yeah. Um, but like Downfall did with Hitler and uh, my friend Dahmer did with Jeffrey Dahmer, it does humanize them. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite movies of the year. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I mean, it did look interesting. I don't know if I'll ever really get around to it, but uh, I mean, it looked really cool. Yeah, and, and I definitely, I definitely really liked that it. aspect of the uh, whole movie. Yeah. Um, is it my turn? Is it my turn? Yes, right? yes, it is. Also, I'd like to say that what was that? That guy's name? It has Evan Peters and Barry Coogan. Yeah, Coogan? Barry Coogan. Or Those guys are great. Yeah, they are. I really like um Barry Coogan. Is that his name, Barry Coogan? It's Barry. It's either I. I assume it's Barry Coogan. It's spelled like Kugan, but uh, who knows? It might be Coffin. Oh. If it's uh, uh, <laughs> another challenger has entered the game. Oh no, the, yeah, that's like Kyogen or Kagan or something like that. It's yeah. something, but he's in the uh, Killing of the Sacred Deer. He's he's oh, really man. good. I, I I feel like uh him him in that. He's gonna have a whole different career. topic. But hey, yeah, that's why we're here. Talk about that. Um, my next movie. Is a Pixar Disney movie. Could you guess what it is? <laughs> well, it's probably a movie that I skipped because I imagined that everyone had seen it, uh, and I'm trying to focus on like the smaller movies I saw. But I'm gonna guess it's Incredibles too. Bada Bing! Hey, hey, that's we're that's talking over here. Hey, we're doing things. Yeah, we're sitting down, we're looking at it, we're talking about it. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Incredibles too. Uh, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's as far as a um, a sequel goes, it's like sixteen years after the original. Yeah, I I thought they did a pretty good job. Um, and they didn't they didn't try too hard to follow the suit that is, no pun intended there, that is all these other superhero movies. I guess mm-hmm. at least I didn't feel that way. I don't know if you did or not. Yeah, I mean, uh, my experience watching this was probably a big factor in how I felt about it. We had a really obnoxious crowd when we watched it. Yeah, we had um, a, we had a pretty good one. And 
it was just I know I, I know I enjoyed the movie, but I did not enjoy the experience of watching it. Yeah. Um. But you know, I I th- I think the uh, stuff they did with Jack Jack was really really good. Oh, yeah. Really some, well done. Some, some of the best moments. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was different enough from the sequel, um, where it didn't feel like a repeat, but also familiar enough where, uh, you know, it w- was as expected. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, the, I the Pixar can rarely do wrong. Especially uh, unless they're forced to make two sequels to Cars or any other things that Disney just wants them to throw down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I have to watch the first Incredibles again. It's been a very long time since I have. But I mean, I I really enjoyed it to think that it was on par almost with the first one, almost. Mm-hmm. But again, I have to watch it again. I guarantee you, it's probably the first one's probably better. But yeah, Incredibles two. It was great. I loved yes, it. Yes, it was. It was great. The next one I saw was Sicario too. Oh man, dude, I wanted to see that so bad. You, I'm surprised you didn't see it. Because if you guys follow us on, obviously the real KFO. Well, not the real. This is the real now. But this is the real now. <laughs> but uh, I was I was a pretty big fan of Sicario. And, I uh, wasn't. <laughs> And Mike was not, and uh, of course, it's it's so hard to like just get around. I'm always busy now. It, it, it sucks. So this is like one that I definitely wanted to see. And, uh, yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Guess who didn't go? Um, I don't want to get your hopes down or anything. No, but, no, no. Uh, I mean, it's it's why I'm right here. I went. I went from thinking Tear me this. Down. <laughs> I went from thinking this is how the first one should have been from watching the trailers. Yeah. To wishing that they had stopped at the first one. Yeah. Um. Not that it's bad by any means, but it's just I the mean, first one felt like it was, uh, you know, grounded in some form of realism. Yeah, it's not also a movie that we really needed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and but yeah, the first one just felt more real and and uh, raw. This one felt more like a movie, you know, like tailored for audiences. Yeah, uh, which I was really disappointed about because I felt like watching the trailer. I felt like it was going to be more of a, uh, you know, um, taking risks kind of movie. Yeah. And it just wasn't. It was super safe. Uh, I'm not going to say anything more than that, but things happened that did not make any sense. Yeah. Um, just for the sake of audience approval. Yeah, I mean, it it, was, it wasn't that... <laughs> I shouldn't say that I really wanted to see it. Obviously, I liked the first one enough that I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll see this one. Mm-hmm. Guess, guess who never got to see it? You. Me. But, I, dun, dun, dun. but yeah, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. But I, I'm I'm still holding the first one close to my chest. Yeah. We snuggle together sometimes. <laughs> it's like, if I loved it that much, that would be a bad experience for me. Who did the, uh, who did the cinematography for that? Roger I, Deakins did the first one, didn't he? I don't think it was Deakins this time. Um... I mean, the cinematography was good, but it's just the it, the movie it, overall. It wasn't wasn't Deacons though, was it? Wasn't uh, Deacons though? It was Darius Walski, who is known for Prometheus and there The Martian. Uh, that's not bad. Uh, Sweeney Todd. Although he he works with Ridley Scott a lot, it looks like. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, the cinematography was good. It just wasn't Deacons level. 
Nobody can get but the Deacon Sequel. Deacons had to go and make uh, Blade Runner 2049 <laughs> and, and win an Oscar that is about 50 million years oh, man. overdue. S- speaking of that, uh, I got to get Kira on the first Blade Runner and then hit her with the second one. Mm. I just recently showed Caitlin that she liked them a lot. Oh, good. Except for she didn't like the 80s soundtrack of the first one, which I understand. But uh, Get the hell out of here, Caitlin. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> You, you leave my man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's what's another one you saw? Uh, nah, man, you got like three more to go. Okay, uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. All uh, I'm gonna say about it is that movie was garbage. <laughs> what's great is we actually just watched a uh, cinema scene video on that because we didn't want. We usually watch them if we're like we don't want to see the movies, and that's yeah. exactly what we did for this movie. Yeah, there was one redeemable part of that and um fuck it i'm just gonna i'm gonna spoil it uh the island that the dinosaurs are on in jurassic world the first of this soft reboot um the volcano blows up (gasps) you think you think if they're scouting a place for an amusement park they would not put it on an active volcano or something that could even potentially become an active volcano you would think but uh i digress um so the they tried to save as many dinosaurs as they can, and the uh, as they're leaving on the boat, the um, ash is taking over the island, and you see the Brachiosaurus. I think that's what it is. The the yeah, yeah, tall, yeah. long neck dinosaur neck you see in the first one, Littlefoot. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you just see it get engulfed by the ash. Yeah, that and was then, like, that was like a really touching scene. Yeah, that that scene was like amazing. Because that's hard to watch. And... That's because that's well, obviously because it's it's an animal, and you're gonna feel sorrow oh, yeah. for it. And also, and then it, it's, it's also it's, like how the first one opens. Yeah, it's so. the first dinosaur you really see in the yeah. original Jurassic. So right. yeah, I mean, it, it, the, it honestly had they ended on that part, I probably would have said it was a great movie. But they didn't. They went to some guy's mansion and then sold dinosaurs in an auction. And yep. guess what? The dinosaurs got out, and now they're gonna eat America or something. My my favorite um, part right now is that I'm like looking under the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom like Google page, and then mm-hmm. like under Wikipedia it goes list of <laughs> Jurassic Park characters: Daniela Panita, uh, Raffi Spall, and then Mosasaurus. <laughs> I do like Raffi Spall. <laughs> Although I think it's pronounced Rafe, but that's too close to rape. So we're going to say Raffy. Raffy. Um, uh, another oh, one I saw oh, is Hearts Beat Loud. One more thing before we oh. actually do. I hate, I, just, I hate the only thing with the whole Jurassic Park series is how hard they jerk the dick of T-Rex. Huh? Like, he's the, t- the T-Rex. Like it's the mascot for everything. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, the yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park yeah. logo that's, and everything. Like, I, oh I that's God. not what I heard at all. But uh, no, we won't discuss I, what I heard. I I I meant to let you go that way. <laughs> like, there's always that one scene in like Jurassic Park where like the T Rex is like mm-hmm. he just does something and then and a big roar and that's it. it. Drives me nuts. But anyway, on to the anyway, next one. the next one I saw was Hearts Beat Loud. Uh, oh, that was the uh, Nick Offerman, right? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. help you, but you got there. You got there. We uh, me and Kira wanted to see that very bad, but ended up uh, missing it. It's really good. It's it's a very very fun, um, 
I almost said Nick's yeah, Woods. It's, it's, like, it's very Whoa. fun and, and, and very touching, you know. Uh, he's a single father, and his daughter's about to go off to college. She's It's kind of like a, a, a reverse uh, music dream because he wants her to be like a musician and kind of like, for lack of a better word, a deadbeat like him. And she's like, no, I want to be a doctor. Yeah. And it kind of bums him out. Um <laughs> And he like tries to create a band with her. And, and yeah, and it's 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 yeah, it's just really well made and and uh, you know it's got some uh, touchy feelies, good vibe parts. Words are a thing here, can't wow. <laughs> Words are a thing. Touchy feelies. <laughs> I want that to be in in a uh, uh, official quote on a trailer. <laughs> touchy feelies. Um, um, yeah, that was that was definitely one I wanted to see, especially in the uh, the indie theater. And yeah. we, I forget what happened, but we just missed it. It sucked. Um, but we're whenever that pops up on our radar, again, we're definitely definitely gonna hit that up. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, Nick Offerman, he's a beautiful man, and mm-hmm. he's the man's man. He is. Um, what's what's another one that you said you wanted to talk about? Uh, you got a couple more, right? Before. Oh yeah, sure. I'll uh, skip forward a bit just because a lot of these are good but not really super noteworthy. Maybe we'll talk about them another time. Uh, but my absolute favorite movie of the year so far, uh, one of our last KFR videos, I said, I don't see how Annihilation could be beat out for my favorite movie <laughs> of the year. And I was wrong. Oh, we uh, watched we watched that too. Wait, keep going. Watched what? Annihilation. Oh, yeah. Uh, we watched, or um, the thing that beat it out was Blind Spotting. I actually yeah. didn't see anything about this. It was very, I don't want to say it was a small release because it got to Downingtown. Um, but it's essentially like you probably have noticed that there's a theme in a lot of movies this year where uh, talking about social injustices and like, uh, um, you know, violence that uh cops get away with and stuff like that yeah this movie is probably um i don't want to say it's the most uh you know unbiased version of it because it's definitely like yo this cop messed up but the entire thing is this guy is on parole he's got three days left in parole so he can't do anything bad for like the next three days or else he'll violate his parole. But then he witnesses this cop shoot a guy who's running away. Um, and it's kind of like he, he he just becomes so paranoid that, you know, uh, things are going to go south. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to explain. And, and his one of his best friends is white, but uh, I should have. Of know, course he is. Yeah. Uh, so the main character is black, is played by Davi D- Diggs, and um, his the his best friend is white, but like his best friend is like he you know he he like brings guns places and stuff. He he's trying to be a hard ass because he he's, was like the only white a kid in there. Yeah, and and it's it's mainly about their friendship, but like it's done in such a unique way, where. Um, Davi Diggs is also a rapper, and a lot of the monologue is done like through rap and stuff. Yeah, um, it's, the climax of the movie is done through that too. 
and it's just like it's it's so well made. It's it's a perfect mixture of funny and dramatic, and uh, I don't know what else I can say without giving too much away. But it, it's just a fantastic, like, damn near perfect movie. Well, I wrote it down, and also while like you said, blind spotting, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I thought we saw train spotting already. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> no blind spot. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch that. Um, what was I about to say halfway through that? I don't even know anymore. Oh, it's gone. There it is. All right. Nothing gone. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that, but I will definitely. Uh, I'll gladly look at it. Oh man, why did I see so many movies? Yeah, God for damn. real. I mean, I can just, I can just hit some of mine. Well, I mean, I feel like I should do... How many more do you have? I might just do a rapid fire. Uh, I'm on six next. Six? So I got eight more. Uh, I'm just going to do... Let's see. Uh, yeah, you do some. I'll, I'll try to limit mine. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, get, to, I'll get to ten, and then you can, uh, you can spout off. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, yeah, th- th- just so everyone knows... From here on out, it's going to be more formatted. This one's just kind of us catching up. Yeah. Just in case anyone's wondering why we're just rambling and this is shitty. But hey, it's actually what? it's actually working out though. It's pretty, it's yeah. pretty nice. I yeah, like they it. can go kick rocks. We're we're just friends catching up. Kick rocks or cans, whatever you. Mm. But uh, the next one is Ant Man and the Wasp. I did not see that. Wow. Yeah. Are you surprised that I didn't go out of my way to see a Marvel movie? Um, I mean, you did see Venom. <laughs> yeah, but I was already at the theater. Uh, well, I went to go see it. <laughs> the good news is, I mean, you're not missing much. It was it was a good movie overall, but it wasn't it wasn't anything spectacular. Yeah. I would I wouldn't go, Mike. <laughs> listen, man, this one's the one for you. No, I, it's 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 overall it's a funny movie. It's good. Mm-hmm. Cool. But uh, other than that, I wouldn't give it too much. But uh, wow! I honestly, I thought thought I'd talk about that a little bit longer than I did. But that's really it, honestly. <laughs> that's really it. Paul Rudd, yeah. he's hilarious, um, as always, and that's that's all I got. I thought you said you were going to get to ten. No, I meant just for Ant Man and the Wasp. That's really oh. all I got. Okay. <laughs> uh, this one, I don't know. Actually, we didn't talk about this when we saw it. So I'm intrigued by how this conversation is gonna go. Uh, eighth grade. Loved it. Loved it. Yes. The I, there's a trend going on right now, and I absolutely love this trend, and I hope it continues, where comedians are bake making better movies and baking better movies. Yeah. Than film. Looking at you, Doug are. Benson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but eighth grade was absolutely phenomenal. I don't know how Bo Burnham, as a man in his late twenties, early thirties, I don't know how old he is, captures the life of a teenage girl so well. I mean, I'm not a teenage girl, and it was never a teenage girl. Ah, so uh, well, he's also he's uh, I think he's like 28 right now. Oh, is he younger than me? Oh, fuck, I feel old. Um, but yeah, he's yeah, like he's. He just did such a good job. And he, he did such an amazing job at capturing just like, yeah, middle school. Middle school life. Especially mm-hmm. now. 
what I would imagine what middle school life would be right now. Yeah. And did it and didn't do it with you um by using the tropes that you see in a lot of movies made by like older directors where it's like I mean, yeah, you have the scenes where people are just on their phones, but like it shows that it's just more than them on their phones. Yeah. Like it shows how they're communicating on their phones and shit like that. It's and, it's showing what their lifestyle is. Yeah, it's is it's very becoming... reverent of the age, the the generation that's growing up now, and not just so much a look at these assholes. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, Bo Burnham, a was already a genius or genius with his comedic writing, just yeah. with his comedy specials and all that. But now. With this director, directorial day, Jesus, what are words coming out of my mouth? Directorial <laughs> debut, dude, just he rocked it. I think, I think the movie was as fantastic as it could have been. Absolutely. And uh, what, what's her name? Elsie Elsie Fisher. She was yeah. fantastic. Her. I, I kind of want to plug. Uh, you know A twenty four, right? Do I know A twenty four? Get out of my face. They have a monthly podcast, so it's only one episode a month, which is actually like I know you're you're not big into listening to podcasts, I don't think. Eh, um, depends who. Yeah, but it's um for people who like like movies but also don't want to commit to a an episode a week, they only do a monthly podcast and it's always artists interviewing other artists. Uh the most recent episode was the girl from eighth grade, uh Elsie Fisher. Is it? Yeah. You just said her name. Yeah. And uh Molly Ringwald actually from uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um they, they have a conversation that's actually very, very intriguing. So Yeah, that sounds actually pretty cool. Yeah. I I, I it's a really good podcast. They they had um they actually had an episode with Bo Burnham too, and that's really good. Um yeah, that, that movie. And the 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 dude who plays her dad too is uh, Oh yeah. That, that movie. Yeah. Also, there's a scene in it that will make you cringe harder than anything in the world, and nothing ever really happens. <laughs> Not to say that, but it's traumatizing. It's it's freaking traumatizing. Are you talking about the after the mall? Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah, want to say yeah. anything other than that, but yeah. that's that's all I'm saying. That's a really powerful scene, though. It's you're you you're feeling everything in your gut when that's happening, and it's mm-hmm. it's uh. You know a movie's good when it can make you feel like that. You're like, Definitely. oh no 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 no. Yeah. yeah, man. So uh, eighth grade is definitely recommend, even though it's week three. But hey, people out there who aren't listening at this moment, but later in life, listen. Have you been able to say a movie that I haven't seen other than uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg that I can actually write down and and see? That's why we're going down to the recommends at the end of this podcast. Okay. okay. <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen the ones that I recommended, but I will see them regardless of whether or not. Um, was, oh yeah, the podcast that I do regularly listen to is the uh, the Cinema Sins guys off of YouTube. Mm. They've actually they're really like they're big film buffs. Like they yeah. are they are actually people I, who I, care about movies and what their yeah. business is just their business. That's that's all it is. I, the movies. thing I don't like about CinemaSins, the YouTube videos at least, is that yeah. like they kind of make shit up for the sake of having a uh, video. Yeah. Like they contradict themselves, not all the time, but re- rather regularly. Um, and I get it, you're you're trying to make content, but I, I just kind of wish it was, you know, a little more like how it used to be before they kind of blew up where it was actually just like they thought about it. But, you know, yeah. they turn out how many episodes a week, so you got to... Yeah, they've got at least four or so a week, I think. 
But uh, those guys, those, that's the podcast I usually listen to. Those guys have so much movie knowledge between mm-hmm. them all, and it's it's actually a really good podcast. I don't know if I ever recommended it to you before. You have. But, uh, what's, your, what's your next movie, though? We're, we're, <laughs> we're getting high on time, so. Uh, Mission Impossible is the next one. I did see that. I don't have much to say other than I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really, really well-done action movie, and Tom Cruise is crazy. Yes, he is. That's that's well. That's just the gist. That's all you need to know about the Mission Impossible. <laughs> no, it's entertaining. I thought um, uh, you know I wasn't as excited about it as you are, but you know they're always entertaining movies. Yeah, I I, I really liked it. Henry Cavill and his mustache are just beautiful. I love them. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Uh, then Black Klansman. That was gonna be the next one I said. Look at us. We're so cute. So cute. I really enjoyed that. Did you know? I didn't know this until like the third time I saw it. That's like one of the rare movies I saw multiple times. Yeah. Um. Did you know that that's Denzel Washington's son? Really? Yeah. Right. Whoa. Uh. <laughs> well, I want to believe you, but I do. That's nutty. That's nutty. Yeah. yeah. I. I. Someone said that to me. Someone that I didn't even know. Just like came up to me after the movie, I was like, I can't believe that's Denzel Washington's son. I was like, Well, it's also you just like dirty whore mouth right now. It's she like was like an eight year old lady. <laughs> I just don't believe Denzel Washington has kids. I feel like he's just <laughs> his own entity, and then that's. I it. believe that he just <laughs> evolved from an amoeba in less than a day and became an actor. No, that's that's awesome though. Uh, he yeah. was in Book of uh, Eli, uh, John Washington. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, but uh, that's yeah, but, uh, Black Klansman is just like it's again kind of like blind spotting. It's a perfect mixture of like comedy and seriousness. You know, with race issues, you got to take it seriously to some degree. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how you felt, but like the wife of the secondary KKK guy, who is kind of like the main bad guy. Yeah, yeah. She horrified me. Yeah, like, it's because she's real. Every almost everybody in this movie is real. Yeah, but like I, I don't know. It's just something. Usually, when you um see movies with the KKK, they only show the men partaking in it, and yeah. rarely, if at all, the women. At least to the extent that she did in that, and I don't know. It's just something more terrifying about a woman being that racist than That's there is a man. Don't know a, why. A whole it just, new perspective, it just, man. Yeah, really. It, it shook me to my core watching that. Yeah, I, uh, just, I thought overall it was, it was a good movie. It was, uh, yeah. Very powerful. It definitely hits with the times that are going on today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Adam Driver and John David Washington. That yeah. that that duo right there. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. If you're not in for a laugh, rest in peace, friend. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was um, what what number are you at now? I got I got some I can go through. Uh, I'm on ten. This is ten. Yeah. Well, yeah, my next one would be ten. So you want to hit them out? You want to knock them out? Yeah, now? sure. Uh, I'm gonna say real quick things about a couple ones, but okay. uh, you you just kind of flirt just because I want to get through some I'll, of these. I'll just sit back and listen, baby. Do you see Slenderman? Fuck <laughs> no. It's terrible. I would imagine. <laughs> I, I have I have some sense of pride, okay? <laughs> did I you mean, say I did I everything. see the Meg? Actually, what's weird is I did want to see the movie. 
It, it's fun. I mean, it's not good by any means, but it's a fun no, movie. It, Unlike Slender Man, which is not fun at all. I would imagine it's a movie that knows what it is. Yeah. Bad. Um, <laughs> I mainly wanted see. to say for Jason Statham. That was that and the Megalodon shark. It was just mm-hmm. the balls. There's that uh, other movie that came out, Alpha, about the first dog. <laughs> Did you see the Disney trailer for that? No. Oh man, you gotta look that up. It was like a Disney style, like back in the nineties. Like, oh yeah, had the had like the voice <laughs> actor. He's like one man and his his dog, his friendly <laughs> dog. And dude, it was the funniest thing I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, honestly, like that movie is actually uh, it's the dialogue is in an ancient language, which I did not expect. And honestly, it made the movie so much better. It, oh, it kind so of took away some it? of the cheesiness that would come like with a, it if it was in English. A, a pot, like a pocket. Oh, what's that? Apocalypto. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so like it, it really. I, I honestly think that's probably why it took so long to come out. Is like the director was just fighting with people to, to keep that. But yeah, yeah, it's in, it's in like an ancient language. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's an okay movie overall, but like it has a lot of really powerful moments and makes you want to hug your dog. I always want to do that, but I don't have a dog. I mean, I do. Uh, Another (laughs) one I saw christopher robin dude i i just recently saw that that came out and i missed it and i'm very upset about it it's actually really really good i did not expect it to be as good as it was um because i wanted to see the the domino gleason one and i wanted to see goodbye this christopher one. robin yeah yeah that was also really good this one is more uh in the the world of the book than it is in reality like the domino gleason one yeah um but yeah, this it's really good. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm very upset that I, I missed it. So I was like, oh, no, because I was looking at the movies that I've seen. I'm like, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> uh, did you see Searching? I don't think I did. Oh, well, it's not really a movie you can talk about just one sided. It, it's like one of those. It's kind of like Unfriended where the oh, entire that's, thing's from a computer oh, screen. That's uh, with um... John Cho. Yes. I, yeah, we were gonna see that one too, dude. Honestly, I, like we're so busy on things. I'm I'm not gonna say exactly what happened, but there I was really on board until a certain point. Uh, if you ever see it, we can talk about that. But like, it's it's surprisingly a decent movie. I thought it was gonna be you know corny, but um. Yeah, I mean, well, the the trailer that uh, I want to say the trailer does doesn't give it justice because like he himself is just a great actor. Oh yeah, he's great in that. Uh, they they showed like all the bad parts, honestly. Like yeah, there's some parts where he just kind of like rips your heart out. And so like, you. <laughs> with, with him alone in a, like a serious role, I, I was on board as soon as like yeah. I mean, given given the synopsis, it doesn't seem like it's gonna be anything good. But I mean, I I would have loved to see it regardless, just because of him. Okay, Th- this next one. I, uh, I don't think you saw just because it was only in theaters for one day and then went to a video on demand. Not not because it wasn't planned to. That was like the plan. It was gonna have a special event night and then yeah. go to video on demand. Mandy. I don't think I saw it. Oh, the fact. Oh no, <laughs> dude. What sucks is like, be- because like at Regal, I don't work like regular usher shifts like anymore. Like mm-hmm. I I do maintenance all the time now. Is because the, like there's these movies like I don't get to see trailers much anymore unless I'm on YouTube, and just. I, so a lot of movies go under my radar now. And Do you Mandy, want me to start just sending you movie trailers? 
I wouldn't deny it, honestly. But because uh, <laughs> honestly, dude, that, that broke my heart when you just said that. Is that you don't, you don't. I mean, I know it's not any fault of your own, but like I yeah. feel like somewhat responsible that I haven't kept you on on top of things. No, I've just <laughs> it's regal and it's maintenance, man. But Mandy, Nic- Nicholas Cage, I this this had a lot of uh, had a lot of talk. And do do you want to hear my official review of it? Give me it. Holy shit balls. <laughs> yeah, I heard he's uh Nicolas Cage is crazy in this movie. Yeah, it, like it's just a beautiful movie to watch to uh um what's his name? Panos Cosmatos. Uh he did this movie called uh Beyond the Black Rainbow, which I saw recently too, and that one's okay, but like he's got this really unique style that's like kind of like a mix of sci-fi and horror. It's super colorful. Um, they're kind of like heavy metal operas where it's like really in your face, and and it's just really cool and unlike anything I had seen before to that point. Yeah. But just yeah, look at holy shit balls! Watch that movie. <laughs> It's just oh well. Why did I do that? I clicked Mandy and then went to images, and of course, well, there's every woman in the world named Mandy. <laughs> I just wanted to see Nicolas Cage covered in blood, but okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, dude, that was hilarious. Um, I guess I guess we should just get to crunch time because it's over an hour now. Man, this doesn't even feel like it's going fast. It's just getting like normally just good conversation. I love it. Yeah. Uh. Alright, let me flip back over to my list. I got like a whole different list of movies and what I've seen. I'm, I'm going to just list off ones um, that I think are noteworthy. And then if you want to say anything about them, go for it. Yeah. You ready? Hit me. Bad Times at the El Royale. I did want to see that. Didn't get to it. It's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Uh, um, I w- if you h- had seen it, we'd talk about it more. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, going to it eventually. Old Man and the Gun? Uh, Robert Redford, right? Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I'll say about this that I know you'll understand is it's directed by the guy who did a ghost story. <laughs> and to no fault of his own, the entire time I just was, I wished I had, was watching the ghost story. Yeah. Um. Just because that movie's like perfect, and then this one is it's great. And it had I not seen a ghost story, I probably would have liked it a lot more. But I just seeing what he's capable of, and then seeing that, I was a little disappointed. Um. Uh, then First Man. Yeah. Uh, Kira just recommended that to me this morning. Yeah, it's really good. Um. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, my number thirteen actually. Thirteen. Um. I mean, I don't really have much to say about it. It's 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 a good soft reboot slash sequel slash the the thing that I will say that I thought overall it was good. I don't think it was overall great. I don't think it yeah. was astounding or anything like that. But I thought it was good, and mainly since they are erasing all the like past ones, anything yeah. past one, they they took all the best scenes of all those other movies and put them into this movie so it was basically like hey we're erasing all the other yeah it was like we're erasing all those shit movies but we're making all the best parts of those movies into this movie yeah red letter media uh i might clip uh cut it into this uh episode but um red letter media has like a perfect example of like where it is in the timeline where it's just like (laughs) it ignores the events of the first (laughs) or the second halloween like halloween three yeah and it just it keeps going on for like a minute and it's really funny 
Like, but yeah, it's a, it's an okay movie. I mean, there, like, I, after I watched it, there's like, so many people shitting on this movie, and I'm like, yeah. it doesn't deserve that. Like, yeah, it's it's like Star Wars, where like you have the original. Who gives a shit if the sequels are bad? You know, yeah. there's money. Like, nothing is gonna beat your version of the original and what it should be. Yeah, I, need to calm down. I like I like the first and the second Halloween, and then I think the fourth. I've only seen the first one, which I didn't see until the week before the the remake came out, and then uh, uh, Freddy versus Jason. And Jason <laughs> I don't. Real bad I don't. Ones. I forget which one is the one with the little girl, but I really enjoyed that one. Mm. But the the flack that this movie was getting, it was just astounding to me. Yeah. Like you've actually got a not not bad movie for once in the Halloween series since like the eighties. Yeah. And you're just shitting on it. Yeah, really. But um, it's just whatever. Uh my next one is Apostle. Yeah. Did you see that? I did not. Of course not. You disappoint me. I am the worst. Uh, it is on Netflix, so you can watch it at any time. But it is phenomenal. It is. Um, uh, it's by the director who did the raid. Uh, and oh the yeah, raid I did. I did see this pop up on Netflix. Actually. And it's just, it's so good. Um, then I got the sister brothers, sisters brothers. Oh, man, Sorry. we were we were gonna watch that last weekend, and I really wish we did. You should. It's it's good. Um. It's more serious than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be more of a comedy, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, um, it's got it's got John C. Riley in there. Yeah. Then uh, mid nineties. I I want to get to that one too. Yeah. Jonah Hill's directorial debut. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was a little disappointed in it. It's still pretty good. I honestly, it was more so my expectations. My expectation was too high, but uh, it's, yeah. it is a very well crafted movie, and uh, I look forward to seeing more from him. Okay. And then I saw. Suspiria. Yeah, um, that's that's getting a lot of attention right now. Yeah, I, I I mean I enjoyed it, but I I really just don't like that direct director's style. Yeah. You know me, I love long movies, but his long movies are long. Are long. <laughs> like they, they don't they don't feel short like a good long movie does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, that is my number fourteen. What do you think? Uh, I I really. I really enjoyed it, mainly because I I do love Queen a lot. I'm sure a lot of people out there do. I don't know if you've ever heard of Queen or not, but uh, I don't, I don't like, think I have. Wow. Are we talking about like the Queen of England? The very one. <laughs> she made she created <laughs> no, I a band. Think, I I think um, um I it I wasn't do. The movie. I do have Sorry, my what? I do have my quarrels with it though. Just yeah. just put that out there. <laughs> it wasn't the movie I wanted. I wanted a more like dramatic biopic of more the. F- for lack of a better word, the fall of Freddie Mercury, like when he started getting sick, I thought yeah. that would have been more compelling. Um, but this is honestly like the kind of movie that the audience probably wanted. And for it being the subject matter it is and the band it is, I honestly, I'm not upset that they did it that way. Um, I just think it could have been a much more powerful movie if they went the other way with it. Yeah, I thought overall i really i really did enjoy it i love queen i love finding out how they did these songs and uh and then of course freddie mercury being the legend that he is finding out mm-hmm. about him more than i already knew yeah. um but i think i think the actual other band band members probably had too much say in this movie yeah yeah i i um 
while I don't agree with the direction uh, Sasha Baron Cohen wanted, which is the reason he left, he wanted to do like a more R-rated um, show, kind of like how crazy Freddie Mercury was. I don't yeah. completely agree with that, but like they could have done a little more of a rock and roll movie for a rock and roll band. Yeah, but you know, it Queen is more popular than a lot of uh classic rock band so i understand why they wanted to make it more for lack of a better word family friendly yeah there's there is another thing that i, I hate with like these music movies like uh behind the band it's like they always like when they're like about to sit down and write a song i hate when everything just falls into place like they'll just play a note and then they got all the oh, lyrics yeah. i hate that so much and and not and not just like there's there's like no musical process of them like sitting guys just they sit down they write a note and then boom there's the song i think they did that best with the bohemian rhapsody recording yeah but that happens like 30 minutes into the movie like it it happens really quickly yeah uh for a movie called bohemian rhapsody it's not the climax of the movie which i didn't think it was going to be but um yeah but uh Overall, I, th- I think it was a good movie. Uh, I did, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I teared up at the end mainly because that Live Aid's concert was like oh, yeah, one, they, one they of the best really concerts well. like in time, and Definitely. I was like, man, I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I Rami got... Rami did really well in that. Too. Oh yeah, uh, everyone did really well. The guy yeah. they got to play Brian May looks yeah, the dude, exactly the dude like with Brian the crazy May. hair. He yeah. looks exactly like him. It was insane. He does, but yeah, he he was really good. Uh, yeah, I, I really uh, enjoyed it. I only got one more movie, um, so if you got a couple, you can go through them. Uh, I got two. No, I got three. I got three, so... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll blow through them. I'm going to save one of them for the very last. Uh, okay. So, my my 11 that I saw was uh, My Hero Academia, which is an anime, uh, and then it became a movie in between seasons, so I got mm-hmm. to go see that. It was, it was, it was good. But it's not your cup of tea, so I won't dwell on that too long. <laughs> uh, it was it was good. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the series, and it was it was just a nice little extra tie-in. Onward, um, Colette, which was a uh, I saw that too. Yeah, that was that was a good movie. Like one it was of, good. Um, it's another one of the movies. It wasn't the movie I wanted it to be, but again, you know. Yeah. That's not the movie's fault. It was just my expectations of it. And that's like a it's Kira Knightley. She's a She's married to this uh, blah, 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 this novel writer, basically, who's really bad at novel writing because he gets other people to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, she's got this whole, like, gender confusion, and, like, she's a lesbian, and then, like, for, without the knowledge of the actual Colette, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is, this is a lot for a movie. Like, it's going, it's doing a lot. And then you find yeah. out at the end of the movie, like, this was an actual person, oh, yeah. and she did actual, I was like, oh, okay, that makes this- more sense. There are two problems I had with it. Uh, admittedly, they kind of contradict each other. Yeah. Um, the first one, I kind of wish it focused more on how uh, she was upset that he was getting credit for hers, her writing. Like, yeah. I kind of wish it because that was kind of a big problem back in the days that, you know, they always changed the name of women writers to men's names so people would actually buy them. Yeah. Um, so they end up not really getting credit. Uh, another thing I wish they did more, I wish that – this is going to sound kind of <laughs> shitty. I feel like it would have been more interesting if her husband and everyone around her were more unaccepting of her lifestyle choices. I felt like there wasn't much conflict there because when, when like people were like, oh, that's different. 
Okay. Well, you do know they're French, right? Oh, I know that. Uh, It's probably just my, you know, American. You bloody yank. Unculturedness, yeah. But I just felt like there wasn't that much conflict in it. And when there was, it was resolved very quickly. Yeah, I saw that movie right after I saw, like, uh, me and Kira did a double feature. And by we, I mean, I did a double feature. And she just saw (laughs) the light with me. Um, Saw that right after My Hero. And uh, I thought it was a good movie overall. I don't think it was anything exceptional or groundbreaking because mm-hmm. during the movie i was like all right this is a lot even for like today's standards it's a lot going on mm-hmm. but overall it was, it was good and then the last one that we'll talk about is the one we're gonna talk about is it the one i think it is bet you took us boy <laughs> say it at the same time uno dos tres venom venom that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, I mean, I I saw it pretty much a month after it was released and after everyone was shitting on it, and I had a fucking blast watching it. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was so funny. Um, anybody, which is probably why everyone didn't like it. Yeah, but any, I, I anybody who's actually going to be listening to this, like, Mike sent me a text during his movie. He's like, this movie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> It was great. He was being chased on a motorcycle, and people came around the corner, and he goes, oh, no, we have more friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just really goofy. Nah, I, um, I I feel like I'm going to give it more shit than it deserves, but also I'm not actually giving it shit. Like, I, yeah. thought, I thought overall it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't like, my standards of what it should have been, but I that always gets in the way for fans so oh yeah i mean i I, i'm by no means a comic book fan so i i completely understand like if people have a problem with it not matching the source material um but yeah i like honestly i thought it was just gonna be shitty i was already at the theater it was the only thing starting around that time yeah and i just went in thinking it was gonna be awful and was laughing my ass off so i i really (laughs) so my my only I wouldn't say only problems. So my my problems with this is mainly, like the story, and then yeah, it was kind of a weak story. It was it was a weak story, but there's only so much you can do when alien symbiotes land on Earth and shit like that. But uh, like there there is definitely better storylines from Venom that they could have taken. But I mean mm-hmm. that's not there's not much I can do with that. Did you hear the shriek that Tom Hardy had after the first time he hears the voice? <laughs> yeah. Ah! Ah! It's that's that's real. Like that's what you would think. And that's, oh yeah, that's absolutely. what would happen. That was awesome. I, uh, yeah, that that's the thing. Like they didn't. Again, it was kind of with upgraded. It's the reluctant badass thing where he's just like he's so ashamed and shocked and disgusted in what he's doing. Yeah. Um, with Venom, but it's it's just so funny. Oh, uh, so another quarrel for me was uh, like character design. You don't really care about anybody, in my opinion. Uh, except for Eddie sometimes, for me. Yeah. I, I think, and obviously, the best part for me was the banter between Venom and Eddie. Oh, yeah. Drop dead hilarious the whole time. Mm-hmm. And... It definitely saved the movie because it they gave this this movie a PG thirteen almost towards the end of its like I guess final production they were like uh and it's PG thirteen 
Oh, was it supposed uh, to be R? It, well, th- it was not rated until basically almost the last second before it oh, was Oh, so released. they probably cut a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And even Tom Hardy was like, they, they cut a lot of the best parts out of this movie, so... Yeah. I hope they release an... Unra- like, if they do an unra- unrated version, I, I will probably buy it, because uh, I, I had fun. <laughs> and with superhero movies, that's all I can ask for anymore. Yeah. Because a lot of superhero movies that I don't have fun watching, uh, you, know, you know, Justice League... But, um, what? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's really all I can ask. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad movie. I, yeah. I don't know if you expected me to give it more shit than I actually just did, but I, it, it was it was good. Yeah, no, you're 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 a sane thinking individual. Yeah. Um, I have a few friends who aren't, and I understand their gripes with it. I think they're wrong, and they don't love their mothers. Like this, um, this was no, this was no Suicide Squad. No, no. It, it, I'm not laying. Competent. I'm not laying on the ground on some concrete after the movie. Yeah. But uh, overall, <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't happy, but I wasn't not happy. Yeah. I also, I, a lot of it benefited from me thinking it was gonna be shit anyway. Oh, dude. Um, yeah. That's that's how I was too. Yeah. Like I went in going like, this is gonna be fucking. And also just not caring about the character at all. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any superhero character that I really care about. Yeah. Um, that's, that's it, that's it, that's it, oh my goodness. Well, before we get into the movie you recommended, is there anything that you're looking forward to? Uh, actually, I just, I just had a list and I clicked out of it like an ass. Uh, so, I think it just came out this weekend, um, that J.J. Abrams, uh, World War II movie. I might actually- Oh, Overlord, yeah, I was gonna see that last night, but, uh, decided to prepare for this instead. Yeah. (laughs) I don't blame you. I do, I do want to see that. Like I was super excited about a J.J. Abrams World War II movie, and then of course they like whipped out the sci-fi plot twist, and I was like, ah. yeah. But I'll probably still see it, uh, maybe tomorrow, actually. Um, and then the girl in the spider's web. Mm-hmm. I did like the original. Uh, well, not the original. The Daniel Craig. The the American original. Yeah, I did like the David Fincher, uh, girl yeah. with a dragon tattoo. Uh, so maybe I'll go see this one too. I think Kira yeah. does, so we'll go see it. Um, I'm looking forward to a uh, Boy Erased. I don't know if you saw a trailer for that. Yeah, uh, I did. I did see that, but I didn't. Um, then also Wildlife, which is uh the main reason I'm excited for it is Paul Dano's directorial debut. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and uh. You know, honestly, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm, there's not too much I'm really excited for this uh, award season. Hopefully, that there's some sleepers that come out that I, I'm, I'm not expecting. But yeah, this 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 year for movies hasn't been a blessing. Yeah, it's especially compared to last year. Last year was pretty great for movies. Um, there, there was there was one other one that I do want to, I kind of want to see, but I want to see it with like all my rock climbing buddies back home. Mm-hmm. It's oh, called so, Free, uh, Solo. Free Solo. Yeah, I knew exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really into rock climb, but I, uh, I do, I do uh, support my my friends back home and their endeavors in rock climbing. So I would, I'd want them to see that probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's really it. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, next week we're going to start the actual format of uh, what this is going to be. Yep. So we're gonna alternate selecting movies. This week's gonna be you, and then we're just gonna. We're going to watch it. Even if you have already seen it, I just kind of want to stress that we should watch it. 
yeah. since we are going to decide whether or not it deserves to be put on the shelf, I don't want it to go in thinking about it with a nostalgic look. I'm going to I'm gonna be doing my best to try to make it movies that we both haven't seen. But if there's a movie I know you haven't seen that I know you should have, like yeah. Schindler's List, for instance, I, oh, will, yeah. I will find it and I will take and it. I also, I mean, since this is going to be like a, a you know, a, a list, um, an ongoing list, I kind of want to delve into some movies we both have seen eventually. It doesn't have to be right. Maybe like yeah. one of our so, one of our selections a month is a movie we've both already seen or whatever. I've, um, I've also reached the like point in my mind where I'm like, man, life's too short, man. I got to watch all the newest stuff that I can because <laughs> if I just watch the same old stuff over and over, it's like a waste. And there's That's kind of so, how I've been since 2015. There's so that. much content. Yeah, yeah I've, I've but, finally yeah, reached I, that point. I definitely want to, uh, you know, kind of go into some of the classics um, eventually. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about them. But uh, do you have a movie picked out for next All week? All right. So I actually, I have two. Oh, no. no, no. Um, mainly because I, I, I didn't know if you've seen these or not yet. Uh, I think they just came out today or last week. So the first one is going to be. Yeah, this one actually just came out today. Uh, Wait, so I have to watch two, or are you going to let me pick out of the you, two? You can pick out of the two, or you can watch okay. both. It'd be, honestly, it'd be pretty cool if we watched both. I know. Yeah, I mean, we could do, I mean, just to kind of keep it going, we could do two movies a, a week. Yeah. Because I, I, I know I will have no problem seeing two movies a week as long as they're easily obtainable. Well, I picked the one because I'm going to watch it regardless of whether or not you're going to. <laughs> uh, it's Outlaw King with uh, Chris Pine. Oh, I actually literally, while looking for movies I'm excited for, just saw a poster for that. Yep. Robert the Bruce used cunning and bravery to defeat and repel a much larger and better equipped occupying English army. Did I see that that is uh, going to be on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Uh, okay, Outlaw King. Both, 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 of these, both of these are on Netflix. Oh, perfect. Um, now? Now? Now <laughs> at this moment. Okay. Uh, yeah, Outlaw King just came out today. The ninth, cool. right? Yeah, so that's that's cool. And then the next one, which is the one I originally picked for you, because I feel like you'll enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen it, but it's about somebody. It's the subject matters where it's at. Mm-hmm. They'll love me when I'm dead. They'll love me when I'm dead. That sounds familiar. Type it in. Look it up. Take it all in. Let me just write it down real quick. Um... Oh god, that sounds so familiar. Just oh. just came out last week on Netflix. Now, love me. Oh my! Oh. That's, why That's why it does. Oh, yeah, feel oh, it. We're gonna feel it in your body. We're gonna delve into this in our second episode ever. Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Down the clown when you're in town and about to. Die. <laughs> In the final 15 years of the life of the legendary director Orson Welles, he pins his Hollywood comeback hopes on a film, The Other Side of the Wind, in itself a film about an aging film director trying to finish his last great movie. Yeah, man. That was the one for you, and then I was like, Outlaw King, too. You know, we're just going to knock him. Party. All right, yeah, I'm definitely down to talk about these next week. So, uh... Yeah, same time next week then. Same time next week. All right. Uh, how are we gonna end this? That's a real quick. How do I'll we show come you? Up with a I'll show you exactly how I'm gonna end this. 
balls. balls. Okay. There you go. Good balls, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this actually it went much faster than I thought it was going to. Uh, yeah. Hour and a half went right. I was, right I was by. really hoping we could end on good balls, everybody, but you kept talking. No, I, I want to talk about it a little bit. It, it was good. It's good catching <laughs> up with you. Yeah, uh, likewise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise my hand now. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> and uh, uh, good balls, everybody. Yeah. All right. Good balls, everybody. All right. All right. Good balls, everybody. All right.